I was raised in a Christian household, but my parents were not Christians until I was about five. Hi, welcome to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast with your host, Trent M. Clark, three-time World Series coach, CEO of Leadershipity, serial entrepreneur, having started 12 companies, coach to the 1%, and an international speaker. This show is going to be your go-to podcast for facing adversity, being inspired, and overcoming obstacles, all from the best in the world, business, sports, and leadership. Hate the crappy ingredients in many beverages and energy drinks? Rebellious Infusions are the go-to functional beverage. They have five or fewer plant-based organic ingredients. No sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system, and L-thionine for brain health. Rebellious Infusions are available at drinkrebellious.com. Rethink your drink. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. So, great question. I was raised in a Christian household, but my parents were not Christians until I was about five. Okay. And so my father was a United States Marine. My mother was a stay-at-home mother. My, my father is a United States Marine. There never was a Marine. Yeah, that's right. Marines never was, are never Marines, past tense. Yeah. And they just celebrated their, I don't know, 260th birthday a couple of weeks ago. But I always grew up, I became a Christian very early. And I always, you know, Zig used to say, my eternity is decided. And I've always had this lack of fear, believing that a lifetime is a very, is in the scope of it, in the scope of in eternity, if I can find the right word here, I was going to say yeah. infinity, in the scope of eternity, a lifetime is pretty short. And so I always had this confidence that eternity is going to, is taken care of. And so, you know, one scriptural principle of stewardship of doing the best you have with what you have. Okay. And so, so I've always kind of done that. And there's a lot of things I'm not any good at. I just don't do them. Okay. Mm. But, but where I have skill, I've, try and do the best that I can. When I began selling and all my life, people said, oh, Don, you're a great sales guy. I don't know if that's true. I will say this. People love to buy from me and I let them. But I think selling, I think the average person will sell a lot more if they'll quit trying to sell and they'll start trying to help. Everybody wants help. Okay. I want help. You want help. Billy, Sally, Johnny, everybody wants help. Nobody really wants to be sold. Yeah. And that kind of just, their hackles go up when you even talk about it. So I used to say, well, I'm very sincere. And sincere comes from two Greek words, sin and Sarah. And it basically means without blemish. But today I think a better word is authentic and vulnerable. The number one reason people buy stands on trust. And the number one deal killer is lack of trust. And a person who's brutally honest, people will know that and they'll inherently have trust. And so to me, it's selling is hard if you do it the wrong way. It's really easy if you do it the right way. People yeah. want to buy. And so you can't make people do things, but you can make it easy for people to do things. And that's really our endeavor. I love that. Stop trying to sell. Start trying to help. We have a saying in leadershipity where you know, stop talking about your problems. It, it inspires nobody. Like if I said, "Hey, Don, I have a major problem." Yeah, Trent, I got him too. <laughs> like, you know, it doesn't inspire me. Like, but hey, I have a challenge. 
Don, do you think you could help me with my challenge? Like, oh, a challenge. Come on, because you know, you and I talk about challenges all the time. And I can see our body language. We raise up on that. We're like, well, a challenge? What do they got for us? Like, Williams and Clark are on the job. Let's go. You know, and we put us in, coach. We're going to deal with some challenges, you know, and that's what we want. It's a minor paradigm shift, right? It's not, this isn't, I'm not asking you to flip a switch on something against your values or your beliefs, but just stop trying to sell and start trying to help. And but, and I think you're so right. And that paradigm shift, words are so important. Use the right words in your self-talk. I think on a very strong foundation of gratitude, but then use the right words. What's the Bruce Lee quote? Never say anything bad about yourself because your brain, even in jest, this is not anywhere close to the actual quote. <laughs> yeah, good paraphrase. Yeah, paraphrase heavily. But he said, never say anything bad about yourself, even in jest, because your brain doesn't know the difference. And so, you know, the person who's having a challenge with their weight, who says everything I eat turns to fat and stop saying that. Okay. Use the right words in your self-talk and you'll use the right words with others. And words are so powerful. Literally the army, I don't know, in the fifties, I think they ran an experiment where they took a plant and they removed a stem and a leaf and they put it on the other side of the room and they would give an electrical stimulation to the leaf and the plant would register the stimulation. And they've done the same thing with words. Okay. And there's a book. I think if I can think of the title, the story of water, mm. but where microscopically they take pictures of the molecules of the water as you speak words. And when you speak positive words, you get these beautiful crystals look like snowflakes. Yeah. And when you speak hateful words, you get these very disrupted crystals. Mm. And so even to the very essence of our human being, words are so important. Wow. I've heard that with the plants before, right? Like I've heard that study and it's so true. And one of the things I ask people that are really hard on themselves, right? Like how would you feel about you is as a good friend to my man, Don, if I told him what you just told yourself, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be like, you know what, John? You're this, you're that, you're blah, 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 blah. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I just said it out loud. That's awful. Like, that's not coaching. That's just harsh criticism. And I'm like, I mean, I know I said that to myself 10 seconds ago, but like, what? Wait a minute. You told yourself that? Like, you wouldn't tell Don that? Why would you ever tell yourself that? Like, and so I think there's value in like, changing that perspective and wow that's it is we've we talked a lot about on our show about what we tell ourselves is so crucial let's jump into the quote of the show chris mcchesney sean covey wrote the four discipline of execution love the book and one of the quotes in that went winners when shown data that they are losing find a way to win now, you and i are baseball guys man like we, we this is so clear <laughs> to us like you're down three to one it's the seventh inning like guess what the data is clear you are not winning right and we know we need to make changes we adapt we do this but i want to talk a little bit about your background that's allowed you to overcome some things become one of the top one percent in business development and leaders and helping people sell when you were up against it as a kid tell us about a time you were losing found a way back when you know something young in your career somewhere along the way that one of those big lessons that you were down but not out and you made adjustments learned the lesson came out on the other side can you tell us a story about that Sure. So I've been the top salesperson in the country. 
for a company. I don't over 400 people, 450 people. They promote me to manager. Many times that's a bad idea, but they do yes. it and it works out. I, I become top manager and the type of manager who produces the most dollars, the most num numbers, but also who about every six months produces another manager. Are you really a leader if you're not developing other leaders? And my argument is that you are not. You're not a good leader anyway. And so my I'm young, no excuse, but my head is about this big and I do something and the owner of the company comes to me and says, Williams, you're fired. Wow. It's the right thing to do. He did it. He, you, you agreed with, I mean, looking back, you agreed with that decision hundred percent. I would do it today. Now at yep. the time I'm unfairly prosecuted and I'm the number one guy. And you yeah. know, I have all these, all these thoughts and I got to go find a job 21 years old. And I go into the car business, which I admire anybody in the car business. It's not my cup of tea, but in the car business, I've always believed this. And this goes back to my Christian faith. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And doesn't say most, doesn't say easy. I can do all things. And so I used to, it's been years since I've done this, but I had a little card and I'll show you one of my wow cards. We can talk about wow in a minute if you want to, but I had a, had a little card and I printed that verse out, laminated it, put it in my pant pocket. And so I carried that with me all day, every day. And so every time I would put my hand in my pant pocket, I would hit that card and it would be a physical reminder of the thought. And so I'm thinking that thought many times a day. And I'm yes. a big believer in that. The gratitude book got started because I went to Home Depot and bought this silver pail and carried it around with a card in it that said gratitude. And so I carried this for six months, rode in the car, rode in the truck, sets on the credenza, sat in the den when I watched a game, <laughs> went everywhere with me. But it was a physical reminder of something I was trying to work on in my mind. And so I've always had that attitude that I'm not six feet tall, invisible and bulletproof, but through Christ I can be. And so, and then my other, this quote I give from the stage more than any, and it's probably my favorite non- spiritual quote. And I'll paraphrase this one too, because I don't yes. really, I don't know it exactly, but I challenge everybody who listens to this podcast to go look yourself in the mirror and repeat words close to this. You are far better, far smarter, and far stronger than you think. You are far better, far smarter, and far stronger than you think. And that is taken from Winnie the Pooh. And he's a smart bear. Actually, I think Christopher Robin said it in the right. book, Winnie the Pooh. But humans have, we look in the mirror, we say things to ourselves we, we wouldn't say to others. Mm -hmm. We see things other people don't see. And when you look at all of emotion, okay, and remember I'm a romancing guy, so I'm big on the emotion side. But when you look at all human emotions, about 60 or 70% of them are negative and 30 or 40% are positive. And so by nature as a human, we see things negatively more than positively because out of every 10 emotions, six or seven are negative. And so it takes a little effort, not a lot, but a little effort to focus on the positive. And the easiest way I know is to practice gratitude. That's awesome. So, so you get fired. 
things are down and you, you spend a minute in the victimhood, right? Of like, no, I, I was number one. Why would they ever do this to me? How could they do it to me? <laughs> you know, like yeah. this company will never go on without me. I know they've been around here 67 years, <laughs> you know, like, but now without, you know, Trent Clark, how could it be possible? Right. So this changes your perspective as you learn when Christ is with me and I'm with him, right? All things are possible. Right. And, and this has now become a daily habit, which moves you into forever. I don't want to say forever, but hopefully forever forward, reducing the head swell because you realize like, oh yeah, I didn't really do that on my own because I did have some success, but I did it with the help of others, namely a big one, <laughs> a big one other, right? Is that a little bit of the perspective change that happens along the way? I think it's a lot, the perspective change that happened along the way. And in addition to that, I have been blessed my entire career to have the ability to recruit, retain, attract, recruit, and retain exceptional talent. And I'd rather have somebody with a little less talent and more heart, but I'd rather have somebody with a lot of talent and a lot of heart. <laughs> Just yeah. saying. I'd rather have an, an A player. You can have both. Why wouldn't you, right? You can have both. I got a buddy, Rex Curzius, Asset Panda over in Dallas like his third big company. But his theory is this. If you're CEO, your job is set the vision and go get the best people on the planet to make it happen. And today you literally can't get the best people on the planet. It's not the best people in your town. It's not the best people in the U.S. It is the best people on the planet. And, you know, there's the pretty popular book. It's not the what, it's the who. And there's no doubt about that. I'd take heart over talent with no heart, but you can get both. I think that's good. I mean, I think one of the things I've, I'm a big grit formula proponent, right? Where effort counts twice. And I tell a lot of organizations like pro sports puts tons of effort, time, talent into getting the best talent and fail remarkably often, <laughs> right? Like they do not get it right yet. They spend hours and resources and assets doing it and getting better at that skill becomes a huge proponent for organizations, right? Sometimes a difference maker in championships about being good at retaining, recruiting top talent. And then of course there's always developing them. Then another number of issues, but I have teams come to me done all the time and say, you know, we don't have a very good team, Trenton. We, we want to have a good team, a great team. And I'm like, Oh, that's great. Like, tell me about, walk me through your process of gaining top talent. Like, well, you know, we hire anybody with a pulse. You know? I'm like, how's that working out? Like, we're not doing any time into hiring great team members, but we're expecting to have a great team. Like, how do you think that's going to work? What's your thought on that? Well, I think you see it in sports all the time. You see it in business all the time. You know, many times in business, we're looking for, a person's looking for the best. You know, they're looking for the $100,000 salary person, not the hundred and fifty. They're looking for the 50, not the 100. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't think that expense is always a good measurement for talent. But I will say this. There's excellence and there's cheap. And I don't think they're ever the same. And so you can get pretty good. You can get good, but you can't get excellent. And then we have a local oil company here in Fort Worth that... They sold to Exxon probably 10 or 15 years ago now for, I don't know, $35 billion, something mammoth. Yeah. And, and one of the founders, Dr. Stefan Palco, now a professor at TCU, now giving back after, you know, a lifetime 
of not a lifetime of success after a big exit, after a lifetime of work. And he shared this thought with me one day, I have to give him credit for it because I didn't come to it on my own, is that Don, hire the best people you can. And I was like, so how do you know if, how do you pay them? How do you, you know, if I'm literally going to go get the best guy, the best gal, the best talent in the world, how do I, you know, it's going to cost big bucks. How do I, how am I sure that I'm not overpaying? And his answer floored me. He's like, Don, you almost can't. If they are really that good, they'll demand that they provide you an ROI. And, you know, it's true. So many times, what works best is counterintuitive to what most people think, which is why it's not easy. Yeah, that's which right. is why everybody doesn't do it because everybody does the big blocking and tackling pretty good. Okay. The big differences in the little things. How do you yeah. do the little things? Not the big things. Everybody opens up the doors every day at the same time and answers the phone. I say answers phone. Shockingly, everybody doesn't answer the yeah, phone. Right. They don't. They don't. Or, or they answer it horribly. But I think locating, attracting, recruiting, retaining top talent is crucial. But I also say this. Exceptional people require exceptional leadership. You put exceptional people into mediocre leadership, that will not work. I love it. Okay, let's talk about, let me shift gears on this. What is your superpower? What is the one thing that separates Don Williams from, there's a, hey, you and I both know, there's all sorts of people. I'll help you get your sales to 100 million overnight. You know, like hey, there's slick, there's oil salesmen there, you know, there's all sorts of stuff, right? But what is the one thing in, in this journey that you've come to recognize and understand about you that separates you and puts you in that top 3%? I think, and I'm not sure I deserve any credit for this trend. I'd give credit to my parents, but I think it's in my DNA. And they didn't, they had something to do with that, but they didn't have much to do with the actual DNA part. Yeah. Okay. So I think that I have a very unique perspective. I see things in a different light than most people see them. And I'm able to articulate a vision in a way that people will jump on board. And literally most of my accomplishments, they were due to the effort of many other people. Love it. Okay. Let's go to quote. Your quote, when you are down, when you are not feeling at your best, uh, you're up against it and things are not clicking for you. Is there a quote that kind of gives you foundation that you go back to and say, this is fundamental for me. Like, and as soon as I read it, it's back on the line of the fundamentals of where I need to go. Like, uh, is there something for that in your life that you have a go-to? Well, I've given you two that are probably my go-tos. One from a spiritual side, one fine literature of Winnie the Pooh. And so the thing I would share is this. At this point in my life, and, and I have been a daily practitioner of intentional gratitude for five years. And so I don't have too many bad days. I don't have too many bad we might lose a you know one of my businesses might lose a client. We don't celebrate that. It's not like, yay, yeah. we lost this revenue. But I know that it's going to be okay. And, and and I think everybody has, when you face change in your business, family, or personal life, I want to encourage you to realize that you have a choice. You have a choice to expect the new chapter to be the better 
to be the same or to be worse. I just encourage you to choose better. And many times just the act of saying, I don't know exactly how this is going to work out. For me, I have faith that it is, but I don't know exactly how it's going to work out. But I choose however it works out to be better. And just that simple act puts another ace in your hand. Love that. That is awesome. Okay. So for me, you know, thinking about, you know, we know a few weeks in advance when we're going to get together, right? And so, you know, Don, knowing you a little bit, talking through a couple things, your background, I was thinking about, because you're very heart-centered, and I think that's really important. I went for our verse of Proverbs 4.23, went right to the book. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. I thought, you know, like that is something that became very evident to me five or six years ago as we we talk about the words we use, right? Those words are coming from your heart. When you hear people that have a very nasty way of saying things and, and choose poor words, hurtful words to others, those are coming from a heart that is hurt, that is broken, that is that needs mend. And it's tough. It's tough to hear. I don't want to be that person who's uh, spewing that for sure. But man, and I think as a parent, there's so much information out there now and easy access to what I would consider somewhat evil things, right? Things that are not in kids' best interest. And as parents, we have to guard our children's heart. Like they are not yet experienced and there are things lurking around them all the time. And that is setting on for a course of bad future for me if we do not do that. I think one of the things that's so powerful as you talk about gratitude for me uh, and the next chapter, right, how we shift our paradigm is that when we look at our gratitude towards things, it is very difficult to feel badly about ourselves when we're helping others, when we're feeling counting our blessings. It's just not natural go-to to sink into the abyss of the victim, of woe is me, of the complaining, because we recognize there's so much more to it. So, Don, I mean, listen, this has been such a great time for me. Let's talk a, a quick overview. Okay. Stop trying to sell, try to help. Exceptional people require exceptional leadership. The sin in the sewer, like sincere, right? The, the without blemish, right? To change to the vulnerability, the authenticity, being a trustful person. The lack of trust is the number one reason we don't buy from folks and, and want to do business with them. Watching our words, the, the power of words, uh, the study of the plants, uh, of water and how they react. And of course, the book, the story of words, right? Philippian 4.13 right? The mirror test, right? And knowing that, hey, all strength. And then of course, you are better, far smarter, far stronger than you think. I, I think that is probably something sometimes if you're in a rut, wake up every morning and go to bed at night saying those two things in the, in the mirror to yourself until you believe it because you absolutely have what it takes. And I am fully committed and believe in that wholeheartedly. And the reason I believe that is because Someone before you has come and done it. What one man can do, so can another, right? So you absolutely have it. And then, of course, the skill, your superpower, uh, one of them, you know, to retain and recruit your DNA, the ability to articulate, create a vision, what separates you and knowing your superpowers and, and how we lean into those to create value for others. I think you've done such a phenomenal job of that. And then the talent, right, about excellence 
and cheap and they're never the same, right? <laughs> like, and we have a record. So Dr. Palco, we can thank for him over at TCU. You're a TCU grad, aren't you? I'm not, but, you know, living in Fort Worth, th- this is frog territory. And so he, it's one of the, the entrepreneurial success stories from Fort Worth. You know, they started the company 30 years ago and never owned more than 7% of the company. And at the end, Dr. Palco owned 97 hundredths of a point. And, and that wow. sounds really skinny until yeah. you run the math on 35 billion. Yeah. It's a pretty big number. It's a big number. It's a pretty big number. He's, he's going to be all right. He's plenty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, for everyone out there, thank you for joining us on the Winner's Final Way. Special thanks to Don Williams, our special guest today, host of the Proven Entrepreneur show you want to check out his podcast he is fabulous it is a great show if you are in the game of business you will not want to miss it they are nuggets on every single show don brings absolutely super people bringing their best who have done it and come before and uh, been through the challenges and you will always glean tons of stuff from don as your host so it will be awesome and i thank everyone out there out there today for joining us but have a fabulous weekend and we'll see you next time on the winner's find a way show thank you Trent. need to hydrate but tired of plain old water you need rebellious infusions no sugar no calories loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system and l-thionine for brain health 10 organic flavors and convenient liquid packets just add 16 ounces and you are on your way rethink your drink at drinkrebellious.com for 10 percent off of your next purchase use the code 99999 Thank you for listening to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast. Trent, together with the leaders who shared their learning and experiences through this show, are grateful for allowing them to help and support you on your journey to becoming your best. Write a review, rate us five stars, and share this episode to your network.